Hi everyone, welcome back to Conscious Butterflies. My name is Emily Dugan, I'm your host, and I am here because I created this podcast to unleash the absolute alpha in you for people who are ready to be transparent with themselves and the world and really open up to let those colors that are underneath us come out to the world so we can elevate at our highest level, at our highest frequency, and be the version of ourselves that we know we are, but the voice inside our head tells us otherwise. For the people who know that they desire more out of life and they're ready to stop the excuses and actually pick up the pencil and the paper and the laptop and drop the negative and the distractions and finally do something for it for themselves. And in each episode, I continue to go through my own journey, my own life path, the problems that I'm having, and really the solutions that I find to get through them and navigate them and share that with you, give you raw advice that if you feel it at a level, great, but take everything with a grain of salt. It is a place for me to, on my own journey and what I've learned, to really just help you spark motivation to build confidence, fight for your conscious desires, no matter how wild they may seem. All right, so in today's episode, I want to talk about the feeling of being stuck because being stuck, we can be stuck for years. We can be stuck in a mindset and a perception about ourselves and our life and what we deserve and what we can get out of life without ever choosing in finding and getting to the root of who we are and what we love and what energizes us and at the same time what drains us. So many of us will go through life feeling drained through work and we say we're tired, we say we're depressed, but it's like, no, the problem is that you're doing work that drains you and there's another side to life to do tasks that energize you and cultivate natural good energy, natural happiness, natural emotion, natural growth, and natural investigating and in, in navigating through your own heart to find who you are. So why do we get so stuck? It's so easy to do it. And in my perspective, I think getting stuck a lot of times is we are all, I think, very aware of what does energize us what energizes us or what we would love to do. Would we love to travel more? Would we love to control our own schedule? Would we love to spend more time with family? Would we love to spend more alone time? Would we love to be in a better relationship? Like deep down, all of us know what it is we want more of, yet we see patterns around us of other people living in the same pattern routine or other people just taking a nine to five job and other people drinking on the weekends or, you know, we see what everybody else does and it makes us justify why we shouldn't chase after these things too, why it's okay to just stay in a job that you don't really like because work hard, put your head down, grow, like, you know, reach these levels of what somebody else in the world has told you to define of success that will never take a shot of starting that, that, clothing line or starting that coaching business or going to some kind of school to educate yourself in some kind of way, we just stick to the, what are the things that we were taught as a kid? What were we, what did we grow up as? And what did we find to be content and just enough? Because 
that being stuck is living in a just enough type of mindset. You have money in the bank, but it's just enough to pay the bills and go out on the weekends and um, you know, pay your for your dog's food. It's just enough, but it's never over. Like as people, we are so scared to ever go under the number of not being able to afford our lifestyle, but we are so very okay at being at the just enough level that we can pay for everything and have a little extra fun. But why don't we ever tap into the idea of a surplus amount? Like, please sit with me for a second and visualize what you did would do if a million dollars came into your life. If you if you made, I don't know, let's do the math. Like if you made five sales at $30 for every single day of the year, how much that would elevate your business? What did I say? Five sales at $30 a day. I meant $30 times five sales a day times 365. That's $273,750. Like that's making five sales a day selling a product for $30. And there are limitless ways to earn money, but we capture our head into this small box of ways that we can earn and just are okay with earning just enough because that's the only perspective we know to earn money. So we're gonna do that and earn just enough and everybody else says that. So that's fine, you know, like we have friends who are wealthy, we have friends who are, you know, not as wealthy as you, but, and even if we have friends who are surplus richer than us, it's like, why is that such a taboo money to talk about when money gives us options in life too? And our perspective is nine times out of 10, what is keeping you at that just enough level? Like, let's go back to this imaginative sense again of, Imagine what you would do if you made $500,000 today. What would you do with it if you made $100,000 today? How would you start to use that money to invest? And what would you want to buy? Would you want to travel more? Would you want more experiences? Like we are allowed to want to up level and upgrade ourselves and move to cities and travel around the country and eat food you would never expect. Like we are allowed to elevate and better and and without having more, but just getting the better life that we choose for ourselves. But we get stuck. We get stuck and we will know these ideas. Like the way you change your life is the idea that comes in your head and you acting on them because we are fed with innate desires every single day and when we just they come we get excited we let them fall through the cracks and then that idea goes to someone else or like most of the times it just full circles back to us back to us back to us and if you're anything like me I have just ideas for entrepreneurship every single day but I will think of an amazing product and then I don't do anything about it. And then I talk myself out of it and then I get really down on myself, but then I get a motivation and I get excited again. And I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I'll start to work on it to do things. And then I just fall back down the same loop because I get overwhelmed about changing my perspective and what comes along with that. Because you know what blocks me now? Like the work and the failure of it, the work and the failure. How is anybody going to get anywhere without the work and the failure? Those are the two most important recipes of 
chasing that new perspective, that elevated perspective is doing the work and expecting failure, doing the work and expecting failure, success. And it's always going to look like that no matter at what level you get to, right? So staying stuck is bound to happen. We, we can do it in our relationships. It's very easy to get stuck in a relationship that, again, maybe it's just okay. Maybe it's just hitting the marks, you know, good, nice, like, you know, whatever it might be. Like, you get in fights, but then they apologize. Like, we will we'll justify people as well to make up for what they actually lack and what we actually need in somebody. And this is in your friendships, in your romantic relationships, in your friendships with family. If we truly lived our life by our standard, we would keep elevating. We would keep loving deeper. We would keep earning more. We would keep growing in our, just, um, in a physical sense more, like we would continue to find more ways to take care of ourselves, which ultimately elevates ourselves and changes our perspective. But we can't do that without change. We can't do that without putting in the work and failing and being very accountable for ourselves and our actions. Because getting stuck a lot of time can look like your distractions. What are you genuinely spending your time doing during your work day what is distracting you what's pulling you away what's pulling you away from when you're with your family what's pulling you away from reading that book more often taking that class more often studying more being a better friend like what is pulling you away from the things that you want to do because it could be your own personal habits or it could be habits of others that you are coming to just be you know adapted to as well whether it's your friends always going out on the weekend, so you always go out on the weekend. Or maybe it's just, I don't have another example right now. But regardless, we have to be accountable for our daily life and what is taking us away from what matters. And no matter what that change in that perspective is going to be, it starts with you Loving yourself enough to want that change and loving yourself enough to do that work because you already know what the work is. Trust me, all of us know what we should be doing. Like we all always know what we should be doing, but it is so hard to do it. Like we get stuck. And I talked about this on the previous episode. Um, Shit, what was I going to say? Oh, I was going to say that wanting to up-level to that new, you know, just new wave in life. The idea of it can get very overwhelming and that's what will create us being stuck. And when that happens to you, when you're on what I was just talking about, like that loop of getting a great idea, getting an exciting, feeling overwhelmed, like the best way that we can stop that work is just go do it. We can have... We are always going to have a feeling or a natural habit to just go sit down for the night, go out with the friends, go distract yourself with just scrolling on your phone instead. We can always have that feeling of just wanting to be lazy or wanting to distract yourself. It's not going to go away. 
it is a very short-lived decision that you have when that comes to your mind that you have to act on it. You have to, Mel Robbins it, five, four, three, two, one, act on it because we are so convincing. Like I'm scared of myself and I'm scared of that inner voice that I know is not me that always tells me to do what's going to be more comforting, what I'm more used to, what is just, you know, what are those parts of me that I don't actually like that are actually, you know, you got to like and you got to love yourself. But what are the parts of you that are not wanting to construct a better life that are very comfortable with the day to day and the normal and, and the continuing to just live on a very even steady playing field? Like what, what will make your juices flow? And <laughs> it's going to be doing what feels uncomfortable, doing what's new and you'll find that it's really exciting and it's thrilling and it makes you feel wholesome again. And it's so fun to be passionate about something or like as a kid, we love doing projects. We love being presented a challenge and a puzzle and fixing it. We loved just new adventures. Go on a new adventure with yourself. Love every piece of it. And the hardest part to love is really just the commitment, the you being at one place in your life and deciding that you're going to make the commitment. But the second you do, it's exhilarating and thrilling. And it's also really hard and it's overwhelming and there's tears and there's emotions, but through all of it, you will elevate and you and your life around you will elevate because what you're doing inside is worth the elevation and you're letting it be known that you're ready for it, you know? You're not holding back, you're putting in the work. And I think that's a beautiful thing that is available to all of us at any given time. And if we don't wake up so damn excited about life because of that reason, we're not doing it right. And not to say that all the days are gonna be like that because that's ridiculous and they're just absolutely not. But to have more good days than bad ones, I'm totally about that. To wake up more energized than other ones and, and waking up in a shitty and unmotivated and like, oh my gosh, I hate this and I hate that. And then waking up and embracing the day-to-day failures. Like there's two different ways to fail. Like if you fail at something you hate doing, it just gets annoying to keep failing at it. But if you fail at something that you're trying to be better at, it is so exciting to learn. It's precious. Like zoom out on yourself and see what an amazing act of courage that was for you to try and get on your feet and here you are and now you probably made a connection by somebody who taught you the right way or you fell on your ass and you learned just through the process of how to fix it and how to do it better next time and how to do it better next time and next time and next time and next time. And that is the absolute glory of the life that we get to live and we are blessed to live with every day. And it's so unfun to wake up anything but that or to go a life living anything but that. We deserve to have fun and be happy and live on our own will of how we we want to we want to work and we want to be. And that can look so very different for so many people. I talk about it because I love the idea of traveling. I love the idea of controlling more of my own schedule. I love the idea of building something that I am so passionate that I can share with the world and other people and make things a better place and have more money and more options to give back and to do things with more purpose, to live on purpose. 
is what I'm trying to chase after because there's nothing more fulfilling than that to me. Okay, quick little episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I will talk to you next week. I think this is a Monday thing for now. Uh, We switch that up. But okay, Godspeed. Bye.